This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Friday the 2nd of December. There's the potential of massive travel disruption this Christmas as a number of unions have announced yet more strikes over the festive period. The RMT had already announced its members on the railways were walking out in December. Today, the PCS union, which represents those working on England's major roads and motorways, says it's going to take similar action for 12 days. Speaking earlier this year, General Secretary Mark Sawatka said workers are struggling to get by. The action we are planning to take is designed to have the maximum effect because we recognise it is only when the government really sees the importance of their workforce when they're not there that maybe they will wake up and do something about it. It's been revealed chemotherapy, dialysis and critical care units are among the services protected during the nurses' strikes this month. Neonatal and paediatric intensive care would also still be staffed when nurses walk out on the 15th and 20th of December. According to the Royal College of Nursing, other services will be reduced to Christmas Day or night duty levels. Health officials say there's no evidence a new strain of strep A is circulating but believes an increase in the infection is down to high amounts of social mixing. Six children under 10 in England are confirmed to have died within seven days of an infection and one in Wales. It tends to be mild but can become invasive. Russia says the West must recognise the Ukrainian lands it annexed before any peace talks can begin. Both Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden had said they were prepared to talk about ending the war, but seem unlikely to accept each other's conditions. Lesia Vasyelenko is a Ukrainian MP. She told Times Radio what she thought of the developments. In theory, it's even possible that Russia stops its aggression out of its own free will and pays out all the reparations to Ukraine. But in practice and in reality, we all understand that we are facing something entirely different. Uh, Russia will only stop when it is made to stop. The Archbishop of Canterbury has become the first leader of the Church of England since World War I to travel to an active European war zone in Ukraine. Justin Welby had to take cover in a bomb shelter after hearing air raid warnings over reported Russian bombers. He's met Ukrainian church leaders, refugees and internally displaced people. And the Times religious affairs correspondent Kaya Burgess told us he's been warmly received. I think the way he has phrased it is that it's just showing a sense of solidarity by saying, look, I'm just coming to visit. I mean, he's not claiming that he's got any sort of magic uh, peace, peacemaking plan or anything like that, but just to kind of show a, an element of solidarity, which um, certainly seems appreciated. Prince William and Kate are into their final day of their trip to Boston, where they'll announce the winners of the Earthshot Prize. The couple's three-day visit has been overshadowed by the Buckingham Palace race row and the trailer dropping for Harry and Meghan's six-part Netflix documentary. Russell Myers is the royal editor for the Daily Mirror, who's travelling with the couple. He told Times Radio that things have gone quite well for the couple, apart from the obvious problems. They've been received rather well. I think the Americans are really pleased to see them. If, uh, they've got on with uh, the, the business in hand. Obviously, there's been a, a lot of background to the tour. and uh, For Meghan and Harry, and of course, this racism row has, uh, has, has overshadowed the trip back home. But, uh, but uh, if, if you're here with them, they're, they're just getting on with it. 
Glastonbury organisers say Sir Elton John's headline performance will be the mother of all send-offs next year. He's taking to the Pyramid stage in what will be his final ever UK tour show. Music journalist Matt Charlton told Times Radio that if you now want tickets for Glastonbury, you're out of luck. I think it's done and dusted now. All the Glastonbury tickets have been sold. Yeah, they don't generally announce um, who's playing Glastonbury until after all the tickets have gone because the whole point of Glastonbury is it's not just about the music. It's this giant city that pops up for a week in June with all of the arts going on around it. So, yeah, it's not just about the headliner, but today it is just about the headliner. And you can hear more on these stories throughout the day and night on Times Radio. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, It's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Cross wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across sheffield from the 31st of may to the 2nd of june so other podcasters that you'll be able to see include katie price Catherine ryan romash ranganathan and the original adam buxton but there's also a whole host of free fringe events family shows surprise acts and after parties that jane and i haven't yet been invited to i'm sure it's only a matter of time head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information